Welcome to the Land Cave, where we're living as nerds. We're talking video games, gaming news, and lots of Disney this week. I'm joined by Owen, as per usual. Hello! And, uh, yeah, D23, not usually something that, uh, not usually something that's on gaming radar, but in this case, we got a lot to talk about, so we'll get to that, uh, uh very soon. Um, but... As we like to, to start off every day, actually every day, <laughs> every podcast with, what do you play, Owen? As fun as every day would be, like, if we had yeah. t- the time to do an everyday show, I would totally do the show. It'd be day. great. Like, if it was like a 30 minute thing. Yeah. Uh, but as we all know, uh, for the past three weeks, I think, uh, I've been working on Fire Emblem Three Houses on the Switch. Um, I finally finished that at around hour 55 um awesome game definitely my game of the year to date i think it has a lot of replay value for those like if there's people out there who don't necessarily get as much time to you know or not as much time necessarily but like like to buy a game and they want something that they can sink in uh, a lot of hours and get like a real big bang for your buck there's three uh different um houses uh, just like the title says fire emblem three houses that you can pick from they each have their own unique story uh and what's cool about it is like they you don't necessarily get all the pieces from the other stories so they kind of encourage you to pick that house play through that story and then you can go back through a new game plus and pick the next house um there's even one of the houses that has two possible branching stories so there's like potentially if you really wanted to there's four playthroughs in this game so you if you wanted to put the 60 dollars into it um if you like strategy rpgs at all it's awesome has some of the best character development in terms of your like party that i've seen in quite some time like each character you can build relationships with those characters not only with you but with each other with how they like talk in battle and you can like things so that was a lot of fun um a great game i wish i had time to play the other branches but then i looked at uh the lineup for the next two months and (laughs) (laughs) oh it's gonna be oh it's gonna be buying some games which we'll be talking about next week Uh, fall preview next week because there's just so much we were thinking about doing it this week but wow um and then I decided to pick up Erica. Yeah, so I picked up Erica as well. I um, I didn't I didn't get through. Uh, we were kind of exhausted, so I didn't get through a playthrough yet. Did you get through a single playthrough of this yet? I did. So it takes about two hours. Um, it's nine ninety nine on PlayStation. If anybody's curious, it's if you did the uh, Vander. I keep is it Vander? Or is it Bander? Is it a beer? Vander Snatch. So if you played Bandersnatch on Netflix, it's a lot like that. It's live action, um, no animation really whatsoever, other than like sometimes where you see like the pulling. But even then, they do it where it's not animated. Like it's uh, everything is live action. So that like I don't know if you saw the download for the game, but it's like <laughs> sixty gigabytes. <laughs> I was shocked to uh, like it, it didn't surprise me after I started thinking about how large video files are. But uh, initially, whenever you're thinking about a two-hour game, you're like, oh, this is gonna be like five gigs, if that. No, yeah. it's sixty. It's it's giant, but but at the same time, with the amount of branching storylines and everything, it, it it makes sense. Um, it makes sense for it to for it to be that large. Um, I got to, like I said, I got to play about halfway through it, but and some of the the movement, 
I felt, I think it's just the way that they filmed it. Some of the um, actions as you're moving something almost looked like stop motion. And I think that's only because it, 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 the object will move however fast you move, uh, ever fast you move it. So I think that, that maybe that's why, because if I did it a little bit slower, it, uh, it almost looks like stop motion. Uh, are you doing the, the controller uh, on this or are you using the, uh, the, the phone? No, I absolutely do the phone. Like they, they, they pop up a thing at the beginning. There's a free app that you can download on iOS and Android. Uh, so you can also use your PlayStation 4 touchpad. Um, but once I saw like how much you're interacting with it, like it was so much better, especially like, you know, I got one of those like pop sockets yeah. on the phone now. So I just put the, I just put the phone like just easy, like, um, or my thumb was just randomly doing it. And it really just mm -hmm. became like, it really helped the interaction because yeah. like it, I was watching and then it would have something where like it was obvious that you're about to be able to move and my thumb would already be moving before the the instructions on the yeah. screen like look around and if you notice it doesn't tell you to look around if you already start looking around it's yeah. cool yeah it's really cool um i will say that it, it's more interactive than bandersnatch just more branching the bandersnatch i don't know if the endings are as vast because it's 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 a very different animal uh, but I really loved the the storytelling and uh, the uh, I felt the, the the protagonist is very um, apprehensive and I, I at first it was kind of annoying because I'm like like you know I wanted a different uh, to be able to choose for her to act differently um, you can choose what she does but her her persona her feeling of going through the situations is very apprehensive and very uh, uh on guard but that may it really helps uh those situations where you're waiting to make a decision it may kind of make sense for her to be in that kind of in that kind of mode um but yeah i'd love to see more of this though yeah i think it was really well acted i honestly didn't care for the story very much um i don't one, I don't think it was like the best story, no. but it also could just be that for anybody who knows me, I'm not, I'm not, it's not horror. Mm -hmm. It's like a, it's kind of like, it is what it, it's called. It's called Erica, an interactive thriller. It's definitely a thriller. Yeah, it's, a thriller. it's, it's, it's a creepy thriller. And so there's a lot of little things in there. There's like things to do with like blood and stuff. And while I'm not like opposed to it i don't anything where it starts getting ritualistic and all that stuff i just don't like those images very much um so that could have played into my opinion but then just as a concept piece for this game i love it like i want now i want uh i want like a noir detectives game i want uh i think a lot of like you could do a lot of like things with like cop stories alone oh, yeah. uh in this i think would be really cool i think that there's an opportunity um, you know, if you're a big, like, Life is Strange fan like I am, I think that there's a lot of things that you could do, like, high school related or, like, college related where you could play, you know, any number of different things. Mystery, like, uh, even just, like, some kind of drama that you wanted to play through. Um, it's $9.99. I highly recommend it for, for that price point. It's great. Again, you could play it once for two hours or there's definitely several playthroughs worth of like trophies and, and, and paths and choices that you can make that I am almost positive. There's a, I, I didn't look it up, but from what I played through it, I, I can easily see there being three or four possible endings. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, not as, not as I would say this one is, I feel like is a little creepier than Bandersnatch, but you know, to each its own. 
Um, D23 was this past week, like like we were mentioning, and there's a lot of stuff that came out. Uh, for, actually, hold on. Let's talk about a little bit of gaming news before that. Yeah. And jump in the gun. Um, Telltale is not, not necessarily fully being revived, uh, but has been purchased. Uh, the the Telltale uh, IPs have been purchased, intellectual properties, uh, have been purchased uh, by uh, two people who did not work for Telltale, but they want to bring back Telltale games. They, they see the value in what Telltale was doing. Um, and it's kind of a ray of sunshine because uh, with... I've got sunshine. <laughs> it's all right. And while this isn't a full-on revitalization of Telltale, I think it gives hope for uh, games like Wolf Among Us and others to possibly have a uh, second life. No pun intended. We got the announcement for the Disney Classic Games Collection. Well, collection, it's two games. Uh, it's Aladdin and Lion King uh, were announced. So pretty excited about that. These are the Genesis versions, meaning they're the superior versions. You guys can fight me on that. Uh, but we do get that everywhere. PlayStation and the Switch, which we always have to go with. Um, excited about that. I'm probably going to get it. Lion King is one that uh, is ridiculously hard in my end. Even me, a uh, Dark Souls player, uh, finds it very frustrating, so I'll probably play more Aladdin on this one. Moving over to D23, Disney having their big celebration, their big convention. Uh, usually we don't cover stuff about D23 because uh, they don't usually go into so much uh, that we care about. Uh, I care about it because I go to the parks a lot, but... Uh, in regards to nerd culture, it usually doesn't have as much crossover. It's having more crossover this year than ever before. Uh, go ahead and get a, get uh, some Disney-fied stuff uh, done first. We got uh, Lady and the Tramp live action that's coming out uh, later this year in Disney streaming, which you'll, we'll be talking a lot about. Disney Plus is a ridiculously good deal, especially with their ESPN bundling. Uh, if they have live TV with that, Owen's going to totally go with it. Um, this is being re-recorded, so he's not uh, able to chime in here, but that is totally uh, his bag. Moving on from that, we also got a Christmas movie that I'm sorry, I got to watch. Noel, I'll probably watch this. Um, Whitney and I watch a lot of Christmas movies around, you know, around that, around the holidays. I like Bill Hader. I like Anna, Anna Kendrick. It's probably not going to be that great, but, you know, they got me. Uh, Muppets, though. Yeah. Did you see this? Yeah. Who doesn't like more Muppets? Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know how good it's going to be, but they've tried to, they've tried to revive Muppets multiple times uh, in the past decade or so. So I'm hoping this does it with it being a little bit more loose. Uh, I feel like the the totally scripted, uh, almost adult Muppets that they tried to do, I think was the wrong the wrong choice. So I feel like this is gonna be a it's gonna be a good direction for them. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, like you mentioned, they've tried to do this multiple times. Um, Jason Siegel's uh, version, like the sequel that they did to that. Uh, was not good, but Jason Siegel's was very good. Was and then, it, and then once again, it kind of it fell off the map. I just don't. I don't know. I just don't know. Like, I'm not saying Muppets should die or anything like that. It's just that it feels feels like it's 
being left behind more and more kind of like they mentioned in Jason Siegel's version. Like it, like I feel like that was more of like played to adults. Like, Hey, you remember that you love us. Right. But, <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe kids just don't get it. It's the same thing with like how, um, like my wife didn't even know that Sesame Street's now on HBO. And she's like, how is that possible? Like it's HBO. And I was like, I don't know. HBO chose to save it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, because maybe PBS didn't want it anymore. I'm not really sure. Uh, they're getting funding gutted uh, yeah. the past two years. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I, hopefully it's cool. Like, I mean, no matter what, anything that's, as we get further into this, Disney Plus's value, is, like, you're just going to see it climb as mm-hmm. we continue to talk through this news. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to jump ahead. Uh, sorry, with, with my, uh, I'm talking to myself on this, but speaking of Disney Plus, yeah. kind of rattle through these pretty quick. Sure. Uh, but we, we got news. We already knew about Loki, right? Mm. We already knew about WandaVision. Yeah. And we already knew about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. All good stuff. Uh, we also knew about the uh, What If, by, and we got a little bit of the cast of that, by the way. It looks like tons of a ton of people big name people uh who are who are down with this so i'm pretty happy about that uh we didn't know about but we now know about she hulk yeah awesome night <laughs> and miss marvel kamala khan i mean that's all disney streaming now that's all the way up through like 2022 so yeah plenty of time but that shows that shows like how Disney and Marvel are playing the long game. They've been playing the long game, and they even said in an interview, in an interview I can't remember who it was that said it, but he was saying that um, they don't plan on making a profit from Disney streaming for five years. Well, yeah, especially not with how they're putting it on sale either. Yeah, they're putting it on a crazy good sale. They want everyone to get it. They want, and they're putting up really good quality uh, programming, at quality versus quantity uh, instead of quantity. Um, where Netflix is just putting everything on there, and there's some good stuff too, but they want everything to be good quality. Mandalorian looks amazing, and yeah, I mean, I, I feel like everything that they're putting through is going to be good quality. And I like the tightening up, tightening up of like just doing six or eight episodes. I think that's really smart. Yeah, I think that this is a cool character choice. Um, I think the one that's kind of surprising is moon Knight, just because uh, moon Knight's not as well known, but moon Knight's really cool. Um, I'm really curious to see how they do she Hulk because in the comics, she Hulk is, is related to Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, like she gets shot, I believe. And Bruce Banner saves her. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering, I'm wondering if like, are we going to see Mark Ruffalo for an episode? Are they going to make them related that way? Um, Miss Marvel is super intriguing because mm-hmm. it's not the Miss Marvel. Everybody knows because that Miss Marvel is Captain Marvel and that mm-hmm. and that character has changed quite a bit. This is a teenage girl, I believe the first Muslim superhero in Marvel, but I could be like don't put like that, but I'm, she's one of the now she's one of the most well known. Her if, character came out not, recently. Yeah. If not first most pr- one of the really prominent in you know up in front which and and it's an important part of her character as well. Yeah, and I, I, I'm going to save some of the Mandalorian talk for because we're going to definitely talk some more Star Wars. But um, 
really cool. There was some other stuff that I saw in there where, like, it just it doesn't apply to me. Like, the, I, I do really think that it's interesting that Hillary Duff's coming back to reboot Lizzie, <laughs> Lizzie McGuire as an adult. Uh, it really makes me think of, like, Full House, like, Fuller House on, yeah, Full on House. Netflix. So I'm wondering, like, how that's going to go. Um, there was, a, like, a couple other things. And then, like, they also mentioned that um, Avengers Endgame is going to be on the streaming service, which is cool just to kind of show you like, Hey, we're not just giving you like old Disney movies. Like we're going to be giving you the Disney movies. You also want available. Yeah. I can't, I can't tell you how many people I've like had to talk to about that. Where, where, you know, in casually talking about Disney streaming and they're like, and I, I know what it was. I was talking to someone recently and I was talking about the bundle that they're going to be doing with ESPN mm-hmm. and Disney plus and the person's response was, "Oh, that'll get the the men to buy it because other because otherwise, why would you buy it?" And I'm like, Star Wars, Marvel. I mean, not only Disney classic stuff, but there's so much Pixar. It's like, oh yeah, that oh yeah, is that going to be on there? Yeah, um, I don't think it's going to be all of the most recent stuff, but I think they're going to per- put a bunch of recent movies on there. I think there's going to be like a grace period, kind of like Netflix does. Where because they still want people to buy digitally or physically, they still want people to buy the uh, the product. I think. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people don't realize that in like the the Disney mm-hmm. giant conglomerate that there is, but they own ESPN. If mm-hmm. if people weren't um, uh, aware, they also own Hulu. Who you know, so they they've already announced a package with the basic Hulu for you can get basic Hulu. ESPN plus and Disney plus for, I think 15 bucks. Um, that's not even, uh, they haven't announced it yet. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen, but I bet there's going to be a live TV package as well. Like give me that like $60 Hulu plus live TV plus Disney plus plus, um, ESPN plus. And I Mm -hmm. like, I'm already probably going to be on hulu plus live tv anyway um because they have uh my sports um and sling recently dropped them but i'm I, i'm i'm holding off on doing it because i want that package uh to get announced so for now i'm probably just going to be like getting the disney plus um thing but that they own everything <laughs> yeah they really do um Jesse's asking to turn uh, turn the mic volume up. I'm assuming on Owen. I'll try to do that. So let me know if it's yeah. a little better now. He's talking um, to you. Talking to me. What? Jesse's Jesse's my friend. So whenever what? he's saying your buddy, he means Jesse, you. Jesse, I thought you were my friend. <laughs> he can be your friend. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Hopefully that evens out a little bit more. Thank you for the feedback, by the way. Like I said, moving and all this, trying to make sure everything is a little. Uh, a little better for everybody, and we always appreciate the feedback. Um, again, talking about Star Wars, I, I, I okay, I don't want to go into because I don't want to spoil anything when it comes to ga- uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge, uh, the Black Spire Outpost, uh, everything that I've done for um, uh, at the parks. But have you looked at the hotel? Are you cool with that stuff being talked about? Well, yeah, like I uh, think you saw me. I posted yeah. that on my. I did. So, I did, but I'm just making sure. Like, I didn't know how guarded you were going to be about like uh, about the hotel well, stuff. The hotel's not even completely out yet, so I like that. There's just minor details okay. out about. It. So yes, I okay. was going to start with the hotel because okay. 
Holy dang. <laughs> yeah, so the idea uh, behind this, and Whitney and I have kind of dug into this even more, uh, but the uh, the idea is that you're on a galactic cruise ship, um, and it looks beautiful. Uh, they want it to be completely immersive. There are no windows when you are in there. Everything is going to be uh, like an LED screen, so you're going to look as if you are in this uh, in this cruise ship flying around as part of the Star Wars universe, not, um, you know, not, uh, you know, it actually in Florida, which honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll be straight up honest. As soon as I saw all this, it made me think of Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Uh, and I mean that in a completely good way, because I think that's, I, I think that's your favorite de- uh, Star Trek. Yeah. Star- it's mine too. So. It's the best Star Trek. It's the best Star Trek. So like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, this makes me think of uh, Deep Space Nine, um, the the promenade and everything on there. And I'm, I just, I literally got tears in my eyes because I didn't get to go to the Star Wars, exper- sorry, Star Trek experience that they had in Vegas back in the day that you could go onto this promenade and. Oh, that's cool. It, yeah. It was. It I didn't was, even know that existed. Was, yeah, it was an immersive experience in in uh, in Vegas, and I want to say it ended in two thousand four, two thousand five. No, yeah, that's um, why I wouldn't know about that. Yeah, it was it may, maybe it was a little bit later than that, but I, it wasn't it wasn't out that long, and I either wasn't twenty one or I did not have very much money, so I couldn't just drop in, drop into Vegas and do it. Um, speaking of money, though, yeah, it's stupid. It's crazy expensive. Um, I will say I know that they spared no expense. Spared no expense. I mean, uh, I'm sure I'm sure we'll have a coupon day. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, they've they've put out like estimated prices of like the regular rooms, and you're you're looking at around a thousand dollars a day uh, or an evening, whatever. I know. Mm. Uh, I will say from everything that I've looked at um, there, they're trying to make it so. It's not a hotel that you just stay at. No. Like at night, it's a like experience. Oh, you're just going to be there for like three days, two or three days, and you're going to experience everything there for two or three days as if you were on a cruise ship. You're not. You're not really. You can get off, but the idea is that you're supposed to stay there and you're supposed to experience everything um, to the point that their transport from their buses. So this is an interior of the bus connecting to the hotel. It literally connects as if it's a, a connection to an air uh, an air uh, sorry a, a plane mm-hmm. where your bus will connect to the hotel and you won't know I mean you'll know because you'll know how it's how it's done you know the magic trick is being revealed here but the idea is that you are in a in like a little shuttle and then you dock at the uh, at their uh, at the uh, hotel at the cruise ship and I'm assuming that the the screens inside look like you are coming up to uh, the cruise ship. That's just amazingly immersive. It's as close to in our, in our lifetime. I think this is as close as you would get to something to, to actually doing something like this and having a a galactic cruise ship. We're not going to have that in our time. I'd I'd love to have Mars to be, I think we should, we're going to be on Mars within our lifetime, but we're not going to have anything like this in our lifetime. We're not gonna have a deep space nine promenade. No, it takes like five years to get there. So, yeah. uh, so I went from being like, "Yeah, we're gonna go with our friends." Twenty twenty one. Let's go to screw my friends. I want to go to this hotel. I still want to go with my friends. I yeah. love you guys if you actually listen. But well, I mean, it looks I, pretty. <laughs> I I don't like. I I am fully prepared 
yeah. to abandon them for three days. Uh, so the thing about that he didn't mention, so he mentioned a thousand dollars a night. There is no one night stay uh, at this experience. They said that I believe it's a minimum two or three. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's actually been decided yet, but there is. They they have straight up said you can't stay here for one night. So. Um, and I imagine that makes sense just from a perspective of like getting there at a certain time, like getting all settled in. Like you, like if you were just there for one night, you probably wouldn't really experience anything. So it's probably like, even though it's a thousand dollars per night, you would probably be wasting a thousand dollars if you're there for only a day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went totally from like, we're going to like room with our friends and, and do all that stuff where like, I want three nights to my, like to my family self because I'm willing to pay for this. It, more than likely I'm willing to like I already asked her she didn't say <laughs> no right away she yeah. she like she liked it I was like cool that's the step in the right direction mm -hmm. like I've already I'm already saving up for this trip that is now like uh, a year and a half away yeah um it, it's a, to it's, me it's a once in a lifetime experience I'm not going to go do that repeatedly I feel yeah. like I'm gonna I mean I, I and I'm I'm saying that as a guy who goes to Disney 12 plus maybe 15 times a year so yeah <laughs> yeah so and like i you know i'm not a guy who goes to disney ever uh <laughs> i've been once i don't yeah. remember it but yeah. this is and as we'll continue to talk about more things star wars this is my favorite franchise mm -hmm. in the world mm -hmm. i love this universe more than any other universe yeah. except for maybe zelda it's a really close like one two situation but like as a continuing universe star wars is my favorite thing and when i saw this i was like i didn't cry uh but i i literally like yelled at it and i was like this is dope yeah. this is got to be one of the coolest things i've ever seen it made me think of like uh, you know, I've been to like a beach resort on our honeymoon and it was awesome. It was one of those all inclusive experiences, which this is all the meal, like that money that you're paying, everything gets wrapped into it. As far as I understand it, um, there might be like, who knows it's Disney. So they might try and nickel and dimes and stuff, but meals are included. And I think there's experiences that are included. So it yeah. made me think of the same thing as like a beach resort where like, yep. once you got onto the resort, you're not expected to pay any more money. Yeah. You're there, you're in. You just yeah. experience things. You yeah, can pay extra like for stuff. Yeah. yeah, you can pay extra for that massage or or whatever. I'm sure that there's stuff like that oh, where like course. you know excursions as they call them. Mm -hmm. uh, I want it. I want yeah. it. I want, I want oh, to yeah, be inside of it right yeah. now. <laughs> they're Deep. totally. They're totally going to be doing like uh, extra packages. Mm -hmm. They're totally going to be doing some type of excursions. And you know what? They should call it an excursion because that's what they call it on a cruise ship. Um, this is honestly when I when I thought when I looked at it, I I thought of the Disney cruise ships and everything when I saw this because. If they're having everything all inclusive, if they're having activities, you have an itinerary, they need to have an itinerary that like is given to everyone because um, that's what you do on a cruise ship. That's what you, it should be digital though, because you know, it's, it's star Wars. Unfortunately, they'll probably still have paper stuff. Uh, Disney still does that, but um, I would love to see them go paperless with this hotel where it's like, Oh, do you want to pull, do you want that information? Go to your, to the, the nearest hollow screen. And then you go up to like a little panel, yeah, and like yeah, tight and like be like, yeah, this is what I want. Anything with money, like, would you like to charge credits, like, because that's the currency in Star Wars? <laughs> like, it, it'd be something where you charge it to your room. Like, I don't want to yeah. carry around that stuff. Like, I'm already gonna have to carry around a, a kid that 
is yeah. not going to remember it. Well, <laughs> at Disney, though, uh, I will say that uh, if you stay there, they give you magic bands, little little bracelets. Yeah. So everything charges there, which is crazy smart because since you are not pulling out your credit card and since you're not pulling out your wallet and you're just scanning the band, people don't realize how much they spend there. It's, it's, oh, yeah. It creates that separation from the actual money because if you have to pull out your wallet every time, you have that that connection of, oh, this is real. This is money. This is money. You do have the magic band. It's just, it feels like nothing. Feels like magic. Yeah, it feels like magic. It's good stuff. Magic. Uh, speaking of magic, I, 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 we can just keep going with Star Wars. I think we're going to. Yeah, we do. Um, I, you were talking about Star Wars being one of your favorite things. I would say it's my favorite, and it, it wins against Zelda because of the amount of, not only material, not only um, because of the multi, uh, what's wrong with me? Um, it's not just a video game. It's not just a movie. It's not just, it's, it's, it's a universe. It's a universe. And Clone Wars is coming back. Yeah. I know you're excited about that. A girl uh, Ahsoka, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I talked to you about this in polos and everything. So we're going to watch, uh, those and we're going to watch rebels and get caught up. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to do it before episode nine. I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, but you only got three months. I only got three months. Can, well, I, can I, there's a there's a possibility. It may not happen after. They're only like twenty two minute episodes. Yeah, but uh, the episode nine trailer dropped, by the way, and ah, oh, the okay. So I would say this is a sizzle reel. So it's the, they called it the second trailer, but it's it's a sizzle. It's reel the feels. Of Star Wars. Oh, it's, it's the, the feels, feels trailer. Half half of this is just showing all the things that you that you loved growing up, and if you're if you're younger than us. It also shows the things that you loved when you were growing up, which showing the prequels, uh, which I think was smart. They show they didn't they didn't shy away from prequels. They're like, look, this is all part of it, and they showed the good stuff from the prequels. Um, and what everyone's talking about on this though is the very end. Let me uh, see if I can zip over here. By the way, I love that love that battle going on in the water. But this shot at the very end is what everyone's talking about. Come on. I don't want to skip it. This shot is what everybody's talking about. Yeah. And it's already a very good gift. Too. It's a, it's a great gift. There's one, did you see the Swiss, Swiss army knife? Yeah. One? Yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we can talk about speculation of, uh, of everything. Go watch some other channel. If you want to talk speculation on that, because we'll probably get there closer to it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we can talk speculation, but I feel like everyone's trying to do prediction videos right now. And everyone's yeah. trying to be right. I don't care. I want to enjoy it. Um, I per but I will say I don't think they're going to make her go dark, fully dark, because it would ruin it would ruin the the hero of this trilogy. I don't think they'll do that. Well, they also need to stop talking. Like, there's a lot of people like she's a Jedi. I'm like, she's not a Jedi. She's not a Jedi. The Jedi don't exist anymore. That's the whole point. <laughs> um, I will say, like in terms of making fun of that lightsaber, uh, that lightsaber is in the animated series so or is uh, i think it's a, i'm pretty sure it's rebels yeah. um but i can't remember now to be honest they mix them up sometimes yeah. but so there is precedent for that lightsaber to exist yeah. it does look a little weird in live action um and i understand why like people are kind of like that lightsaber kind of sucks but it does exist like it it looks cool ish whenever it's like yeah. folded up but um the uh, yeah, again, we're not going too much into speculation on this trailer. I I was so happy with this trailer. I think the one minute of feels is good. I think not showing too much um, is also a good idea. I don't think they need to like overcommit. There will probably be a final trailer in 
maybe November or December. Yeah. I don't think I don't think this is the final one. Yeah, um, so. yeah it, that's probably a good time for it. Like during the during the football games. Um, whatever thoughts that you have on this trilogy, it's okay. Like it's okay. you know, if you haven't been the biggest fan, it's fine. Mm. But know that like Disney is they they understand like there's a reason why the mandalorian looks so cool which we haven't even yeah. really talked about there's a reason why clone wars is coming back yeah. which is which is awesome there's a reason why there's a freaking obi-wan television show mm-hmm. uh like they understand that this ip you can't you can't you can't mess with this ip too much yeah. or people like people like rage like mm-hmm. they understood with solo as soon as solo bombed they said okay no more of these side movies for a little while we got to figure this out um so understand that when they brought abrams back for episode nine which is they weren't originally going to do i don't think no. uh they're trying to bring it back to where force awakens was which that one's hotly debated and but i'm a huge like lover of it and some people are but you know yeah. just go into it with an open mind yeah let's all I, enjoy it i feel like i feel like watching this new trilogy other than I, I agree with you on the force, the Force Awakens. I feel like the Force Awakens was a was supposed to be a palate cleanser, and then we. I feel like one of the wheels came off during uh, during Last Jedi. Last Jedi is still enjoyable, but you and I've talked about like the the unneeded uh, Canto was it Canto bite the casino yeah completely completely unnecessary, um, and I don't think that's that's not a that's that, that's an objective like opinion that's not even subjective i'm not even talking about like people are talking about them trying to in, in, inject like there's so there's people on the right who are upset saying like oh they're trying to do be social justice warriors whatever like yeah i don't care about that uh just from a story perspective i feel like it wasn't as good but i feel like we're now in a, a position that uh the the older generation was when they watched the prequels because when i watched the prequels when i was younger because i was in in high school when the prequels came out and I thought Phantom Menace was pretty good. It was pretty good. And then I, and then as I got older, I'm like, ah, there's some things I don't like about that. Now I've come back around where I'm like, okay, there are some things I don't like, but the script sucks. But the script, sucks. the script on all three of those movies is yeah. garbage. Yeah, but the lightsabers, the 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 music, the vis- the visual effects were the really, screenplay were really great. Yeah, there's there's so much there's there's good in there. Um, I still want to see the Topher Grace edit of the prequels. I'm still waiting for that. You know about that? No. Oh, Topher Grace is a huge Star Wars fan, and he yeah. edited all three movies into one. Oh. And it's supposed to be fantastic. It's supposed to be like a little over three hours, I want to say. Mm-hmm. But like all that's left of episode one, he basically had the the, the duel between um, Maul and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, and that's all about everything from episode one. And then it's like maybe 10 minutes of the movie, and then it goes on from there. But yeah, Star Wars is, is, is amazing. And I'll probably never watch that. That's okay. Yeah, that's all right. Um, I did Get like, out of here with your machete order. <laughs> I'm tired of that. Nah, Just, no, we, st- we started a new hope, yeah. and we go all the way through. Like, there is no, like, I'm going to, like, you need to go episode one, two, skip three, go to four. No, none of that. Yeah. We, we well, start, like, when my machete, son is old enough, we're yeah. starting with a new hope. I think machete is four, five, one, two, three, six. Like just whatever. New Hope. It's it's the best one. It's the original. Um, a new so I I love each one of those movies for and we'll 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 talk about Star Wars like in a Star Wars special another time. Um, 
I feel like every single one of those movies is great for its own reason. Um, I like that they came out with like a defined, uh, which is kind of hard to read here. I apologize, but they defined the eras of Star Wars. I'm trying to zoom in a little. Oh, bit. they gave them new names. So they they kind of gave them new slash official names of the different pieces of the trilogy. So you have the Age of the Republic, Age of Rebellion, and Age of Resistance. I feel super bad about that Resistance show. About what Resistance show? It's on the timeline there. The uh, Star Wars Resistance. It's oh. like it's like it's an animated show that yeah. nobody talks about at all. Is it is it out? Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. I have season one because like the Amazon had a pricing error where they sold the first season for like a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought the season. So I watched I watched episode one of it and I just haven't gone back to <sighs> it. Uh, yeah, I'll get to it at some point. But yeah. it's kind of like I, it's kind of like Rebels was way better watching it just back to back to back to back action. Mm-hmm. Like if I would have had to wait weekly for like and it's a children's show. It's an awesome uh, Rebels is my sure my favorite anime like i like it more than clone wars but if i would have had to sit there and watch that on a weekly basis i would have died yeah. slowly so is resistance also a children's show yeah it's on uh i think it was on uh what's that disney, disney network disney uh Netflix. hd or uh, disney hd yeah the the like you know the preteen channel yeah yeah, yeah. it's on that one well yeah, so we could uh, let's see. Do I have more Star Wars? I do have more Star Wars because we talked about Obi Wan. So it yeah. is official. Which uh, my my buddy Tim kept messaging me like a week, uh, starting about a week or a week and a half prior to this, he was messaging me saying, "Hey, it's official! It's official, Obi Wan." Like, hey, no, nothing said official. Everyone was just saying he's he's in talks. I'm like, okay, well, Keanu Reeves has been in talks to do something with Marvel for like six years. So. Um, Obi-Wan coming up here, I say Obi-Wan, sorry, Ewan McGregor coming up here and having this little moment with Kathleen Kennedy, which I absolutely loved when his, the look on his face right here, he's so happy when he said, did you see this exchange at all? I don't have the sound on, but so that he walked up and he, he basically asked her, will you ask me in front of everybody? Will you ask me if I'll, will you, will, are you going to play Obi-Wan again? So she says, are you going to play Obi-Wan again? And he just says, yes. And he's just so happy. Like, I, yeah, apparently at one point, like during some interview, and I haven't gone back to look this up because my wife mentioned it, but at some point he said like he wished that it hadn't happened, and maybe in a th- and I think in context it was probably with just like how bad the writing was for his character. Probably. Um, but and he was one of the better written characters in the mm-hmm. prequels in terms of his scripting. Like he stuck closest to. Um, to uh to his yeah so that, that's the name i was trying to get out um to to his part so to see him like so happy about it now that's good i'm glad yeah. that you know maybe he's like you know removed himself enough from mm-hmm. from that trilogy to realize like hey i'm still one of the most iconic characters of all time in star yeah. wars i'm still so awesome i'm gonna guess just based on like his age now like we're gonna get the period uh, again, we're not speculating too much, but there's the period where Obi Wan goes into hiding on Tatooine and like yeah. watches over Luke from afar before he's old. So I'm imagining there's some gonna be some kind of like adventures there um, is where they have to place him. Otherwise, I don't know what they can do because he's older now. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine that's what it's going to be. Um, that being said, they could de-age him. I don't know. There's so many yeah, things sure. they could do. I, I if if Disney is listening to this and they should listen to our podcast. Everybody um, should. Every episode of this series should be 
t- should be like labeled something uh, that Obi Wan has said. Like there should be an episode called "Hello." <laughs> there should be an episode called "Scum and Villainy." Like every single episode should be like a, a well-known Obi Wan quote. You want to go. You you want to go home and rethink your life. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it would it would be so great, <laughs> but yeah, every single episode. I want, an episode, episode, I want if, an episode called that. Yeah. yeah, if if I was doing that, you don't want to sell me death sticks. <laughs> yeah. um, no, every single episode, like to me, like I would, I would, you know, uh, I have the high ground or just the high ground. Yeah, you know, like that because it's it's Ewan McGregor. They're probably going to do, like I said, like they would do with Loki. They're going to do six or eight episodes, and that's it. So you, of course, I know him. It's yeah. me. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> um, I I can't wait. I think I think you're right. I think that I think that he didn't like the way it was handled. I think that he also respects the role that he had. It's not like he was uh, like he was done uh, poorly. Like you know, Qui Gon. Qui Gon was one of like I feel like that was the biggest disservice to Liam Neeson. Yeah, maybe it's, it's just me. I, th- I mean, I think that like they, no matter who was playing that character, with the fact that it was, that it was known that Darth Vader was Obi Wan's apprentice, like sure. it's not like Obi Wan, it's not like Qui Gon could really stick around. So like whoever, whoever was in there would have been like dead by by the middle arc. I think yeah. it, I think it probably would have been cooler if he lasted till the middle arc, yeah. um, or or if it was just Obi Wan. I mean, like, do you need yeah. Qui Gon? Like he could have just already been a knight, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We could do. We can, we can at some point whenever we actually start doing side podcasts and like yeah. things where we talk about things. I'm sure we could do a like movie by movie conversation, which would be actually really fun. Yeah, Let's. We got one more thing though. Is the Mandalorian? Because I wanted to talk yeah. about this before. You mentioned it briefly, but I think the man, this trailer alone showed me that they're taking star wars in the direction that it should go which is honoring the 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 core of star wars honoring the lore honoring the the tone and feel of star wars because this this felt like a um like some of the novels and 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 video games that we've been playing it felt like it just came to life like in a way that we that we've never seen and it proves, which uh, apparently behind the scenes they'd argued for years, it proves you don't have to have a bunch of Jedi to make Star Wars work. You don't. It, there's so much in Star Wars in the universe that that you know you're. This is going to be an amazing, uh, uh, amazing series, even without lightsaber battles. Well, in some cases, Jedi even kill. Yeah. potential situation like i don't know if you ever played um star wars galaxies mm-hmm. yeah uh but like w- it was awesome until yeah. the jedi got there and then like getting the jedi character you know it, it was like such a huge grind yeah. and they made it really hard to obtain it was random but then, too but then yeah. once everybody like started being jedi the game became no fun yeah uh and you know i know that really doesn't matter at all but it's just like that thing of like like as much as i love the jedi and they're absolutely like my favorite class of hero ever i love the jedi order um cannot wait for fallen order but they there's so much to this universe like there's so much going on all the time like people don't realize whenever we're talking about the jedi even when they existed which you know in this case like they're not really going to be around even when they existed there was still only like 
a few thousand nights like there wasn't it wasn't anything where they just like ruled over the galaxy for the most part they just kind of stuck to to (laughs) to curacent and then every time somebody like hey we could really use like an arbitrator or something they would send like a lone guy Mm -hmm. um and so but there's all this stuff going on uh this trailer's crazy the only thing that i wish would have i just wish that i like i wish that i had any idea like what to really like expect out of the main character yeah because other than him being like and again we don't know what cuss on this show a badass yeah uh other than him being that i don't really know what his purpose is and i wouldn't mind knowing a little bit about him Mm -hmm. But man, do they know how to cut a trailer? Like yeah, they do. this, this trailer is a ten. Like if you're grading a show just based on the trailer, this trailer is an absolute ten. It is yeah. awesome. Like there, you can't walk away from that trailer and not be like, let's go. I also like that they didn't show him without the mask during the yeah. trailer. I don't know if we're gonna see him without the mask. I don't know if it's gonna I be Judge Dread. Kind of, I imagine. I don't think it's gonna be like Judge Dread where he has the mask on the whole time. Uh, but uh, the the main character is Pedro Pascal who uh, you guys will know from Game of Thrones is the Viper. So, yeah, the, the cast the cast is great. This is Jon Favreau, who has done amazing work. Iron Man 1, baby! Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm crazy excited about this. So, yeah, we'll do more Star Wars stuff. We're going to do some side podcast stuff uh, about Star Wars and especially to review uh, the new shows because while I have fallen spoiler behind Spoiler mode, others, babies. Yeah, we're going to have to do spoiler mode on these uh, because... I've fallen behind on the other stuff. I'm not going to fall behind on this. There's no way. This is going to be, you know, this is going to be binging that weekend or probably not that evening because, you know, we got adult jobs. But um, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Do you want to do a fall preview next week? Yeah, let's let's do a fall preview next week. We've been talking so much Star Wars. Let's talk. Let's talk, do some news. We'll talk about the fall preview of video games next week as well. Because yeah, I think this is a pretty sizable episode already. <laughs> You've seen what happens when me and Patrick start talking Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, which means that we should be able to uh, fill. Uh, ample time talking about Star Wars. So uh, let us know in the comments uh, if we start talking Star Wars. We're going to, and don't worry, we're going to do The Mandalorian. We'll do Obi Wan. We'll do reviews of those shows. Um, would you like us to review Star Wars the way that I think we should review it? Which is uh, because everyone can talk about Star Wars reviews episode of of the of the movies, but like what they meant to us personally and kind of some personal stories. I think it'd be cool. What do you think? That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm willing. Like, there's very few things that Owen will not talk about if Star Wars is attached to them. I have a very like things that most people don't know about me in terms of like you know what even like uh, Jedi Knight Two, yeah, uh, like means to me. What Shadows of the Empire means to me. Like very like what the oh my goodness. Like so yeah, absolutely. I'm willing to. Um, I hope you're pasting that somewhere else. I, I was, was about yeah, to start. Sorry, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, that was going with, our, with our live document, and I was like, "Hey, I wrote all that down." Um, no, I was going to another document. Don't worry. Yeah. So, anyways, let us know in the comments uh, what you think about uh, about Star Wars because you love Star Wars. Um, nobody uh, rant about what how they feel about uh, about the new trilogy. Uh, tell us what your favorite Star Wars uh, movie was, or do you prefer Clone Wars? Do you like the uh, the OG Clone Wars cartoon? By the guy that did uh, Samurai Jack. What do you think? 
my wife's a huge fan of it. Um, she likes it more than the newer Clone Wars. I didn't get into it as much mm-hmm. because I wanted more script. Like I yeah. feel like I feel like whenever we watched it, it was very like silent. It's all it's all old school like old school animation, yeah. an, like anime. Honestly, a, like anime used to be yeah. because because it was cheaper. Anyways, um, let us know what your favorite thing about Star Wars is in the comments. Sorry, what your favorite um, movie or TV show is, and uh, we'll talk a lot more of Star Wars later. Bye. Okay, bye.